Welcome to Setting the Edge Podcast. I'm your host, Justice Mosqueda. You can find me on Twitter at J-U-M-O-S-Q. I'm here with my co-host, Charles McDonald. You can find him on Twitter at 4Verts. We're here with a special guest, Cooper Rush, the quarterback from Central Michigan. Say what's up to the people, Cooper. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. All right. First off, we got we got to talk about something off the bat. Central <laughs> Michigan didn't deserve to win that Oklahoma State game, right? No one's <laughs> listening. You, you can admit it now. Uh, no, it's false. We uh, definitely counted as a win. We definitely deserved it. Uh, it was a great game uh, back and forth. Uh, but, no, we'll definitely take that, take that win. You don't feel a little you bit shady for taking that dub with the uh, missed call at the end? <laughs> Uh, no, we uh, no one in the state knew about it. None of the officials knew about it. None of the replay officials knew about it. Uh, so, and we were playing ball, and we were able to make a play. I like survive that. in advance. Survive exactly. in the in in the yeah. true spirit of March. In the true spirit of March, survive in advance. <laughs> exactly. Uh, All right, Cooper. So, uh, I read somewhere that you mm-hmm. had you graduated with a three point eight nine GPA. And uh, mm-hmm. you seem to be touted as, like, one of the more intelligent quarterbacks in this draft class. My question is just, like, how how can you get that across with NFL evaluators, even though you didn't go to Harvard, like Ryan Fitzpatrick? <laughs> uh, send out a mean with um, a lot of the coaches at the Combine and uh, just talking to different scouts and things. Uh, really sit down, um, going through our what we ran at Central, our offense. You can tell that I'm, I'm intelligent, study the game, a student of the game. Um, and I think it will really help me pick up the NFL stuff uh, that they'll teach, um, knowing that I've heard a lot of it kind of at CMU running a pro system. I think it really helped me in the transition. What was one of your favorite uh, play calls at Central Michigan? Uh, we love to throw a kind of a double post route, you know, inside guy runs a post, outside guy runs a post. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of success over the years, um, all four years with that route. So, coming from a pro-style system, how different was the Shrine game for you? Uh, it wasn't it was not a big transition at all. It was uh, very similar terminology. A lot of the same pass call plays as uh, exactly what we called them at Central. Um, so, it was kind of cool to just kind of see how it fit in and kind of relay what I already knew into something new. Um, it was a pretty easy week for me picking up the playbook-wise. Um, it was cool to be around with those other NFL coaches and other uh you know, future NFL players. Sticking with the Shrine game, um, it's for whatever reason, it seems to be popular in like NFL draft culture to not quarterbacks who have hands that measured in shorter than nine inches, right? <laughs> and somehow <laughs> yeah. at, the, at the Shrine game, you measured in under nine inches, and at the at the uh, combine, you measured in over nine inches. So I'm just wondering, like, wh- what went through your preparation to you know grow your hands a uh, half inch between that time? <laughs> uh, video watching tons of videos about uh you know stretching the hands on YouTube. Um, you know, kind of do this routine once every once in a while, and I was just watching TV or something. I do it or just hanging out, and then uh, leading up to that few days before. Uh, you, you knew you were going to do the hand size, just kept stretching it and uh, was able to get a good measurement. 
You really think that made a difference? That they didn't measure it differently at the combine than they did the Sean uh, game. I think they measure a little different at the combine, but it definitely I think helped uh, at least a, at least an eighth of an inch. Um, I could definitely feel it felt more flexible. It's all about how flexible it'd be. Because it's all about how far you can stretch it. Oh yeah. Okay, I see. That's right. Yeah. So you feel any you feel any different then? You feel any better at your pro day or anything like that? For some reason, uh, it seems like. NFL scouts and even you see like NFL Network and stuff now, ESPN, they travel to pro days to watch quarterbacks throw against air. You feel any different for that? Oh, yeah. Pro day went well. I uh, really tried to build off what I did at the Combine. The Combine got to meet with a lot of coaches, and that's what was a big part of that, and then got to throw a little bit. And then the pro day was really able to show uh, the improvements in my foot speed, footwork, and arm strength that I've really been working on. And uh, at pro day, you get to throw with your receivers, you throw a lot more different type of routes different type of throws. I uh, got to kind of show off the timing accuracy part, which I feel uh, is one of my strengths. So I think it went real, real well. What was one of the weirdest questions you got at a combine interview? Because I was reading something the other day that uh, I don't remember who the prospect was, but he went into the room and sat down and nobody said anything for 15 minutes. And then that was it. Like, did anything like that happen to you? <laughs> uh, no, nothing that dramatic. But, you know, you do hear those stories like that. Uh, it's pretty crazy to think about, uh, but no, I had I didn't have anything uh, anything weird like that. It was pretty much a lot. We talked a lot of football in my case, um, just a lot of X and O's. Um, but I definitely heard stories like that. And, uh, it's pretty funny when you think about it. It's just weird, like it, play, like it's it's football. I, I don't get. I don't. It just seems like we're in a weird like machismo <clears throat> culture where people are trying to outdo each other, and it it just didn't really make any sense. Like when you read some of these, <laughs> some of these stories that come out of there. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. So speaking of X and O's, um, I was reading this article on you. I believe it was on Sports Illustrated. And they were saying that basically every time that you go up to the line of scrimmage, you have two options on a run play, that you have like basically a run left option and a run right option. Um, that was one reason why a lot of people liked a pro-style quarterback like Carson Wentz last year is because, you know, a lot of these college quarterbacks aren't doing a lot at the line of scrimmage. Can you just talk about a little bit about like your process at the line of scrimmage? Uh, yeah, in our offense, the QB uh, had pretty much the whole responsibility of getting us into the right run play or sometimes the right pass play. Uh, you know, we'd have two or three calls, and depending on the type of defense the D-line lined up in or how the safeties played, we'd check a certain run to a certain direction or do check to a certain type of run. And, uh, you know, then, um, you know, hailing protections was big for the QB, too. Uh, we had the freedom to change protection, make sure uh, you had to know who your hot was, and how we could pick it up, how we could change protection to pick up a blitz. There's a lot of responsibility on the QB, and uh, playing all four years really helped me grow in that, getting more comfortable with it. And, uh, you know, I'm really happy I did it all because it's going to pay off. Now, how difficult was it for you when you first started to get the ability to change protections, or uh, was it something that they gradually put onto you? Uh, yeah, definitely after, you know, one or two seasons playing, it definitely then I had full, full command, a lot more comfort level. Uh, coaches trust me a lot more. I trust myself a lot more. And we, then we started getting to, you know, you can check to whatever play you want if you need to. And we just we built a trust level and a confidence level that we could kind of kind of do that on the fly, and it worked out. Were there ever any moments earlier, earlier in career where you missed a blitz call and just got completely leveled by somebody from the second level of the defense? Oh, yeah, definitely. Freshman year, uh, first year playing, I mean, I remember I got blindsided bad. Uh, we had five blockers. They had six coming. 
uh, didn't get rid of the ball quick enough and got took a shot in the back. But uh, definitely learned from it. Uh, you know, you learn fast when you're getting hit to realize, hey, I got to pay attention to protection. So as a four-year starter, I mean, you, so while you were at Central Michigan, <clears throat> which, I mean, it's it's a known, like, I guess you would say Mac power, right? But it's not on mm-hmm. radars like in Alabama, right? You guys went to four bowl games while you were there, including your redshirt year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep, we did. Yeah. So, it's a great program. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to ask, so you took two of those bowl games were in Detroit. One of them was in Miami, and the other one was in the Bahamas when you had seven touchdowns. How much more fun were those Miami and ba- Bahamas weeks compared to the Detroit weeks? Yeah, the advantage about Detroit was you got to play in front of, you know, basically a home crowd. Like, we played in front of 30,000 CMU fans. The whole Ford Field was packed. That, that was cool. But then the trips to the Bahamas were awesome, and Miami was just because you got the atmosphere, you get out of the winter, and then, you know, you know, you cut some free time to enjoy. Like, the Bahamas, we were at Atlantis. Uh, for four days, so you got to kind of enjoy that that trip, um, and still get to go play a football game. So the whole experience of being down somewhere kind of tropical and warm is uh, was awesome. Being from Michigan, now we need to put this on the record: Bahamas and Miami, that's better than Detroit, right? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, much better. Okay, now would you say De- Detroit is a bad city? No, no, it was it was fine. It was just tough to compete with uh, seventy five degree weather. Uh, in the middle of Michigan winters. Yeah. All right, we got to ask uh, a couple more questions. So, uh, which, which prospects are you training with right now that you're like tight with? We were talking with like uh, Jaleel Johnson and Larry Ogunjobi, defensive lineman, uh, at the mm-hmm. Senior Bowl, and they were telling us that like they went to like a jet skiing like vacation with each other. Like, are are you tight with anyone like this that in this draft class right now? Yeah, I was actually training where those guys were training too. Uh, down in Florida, I was with those guys, and but yeah, I got real close with uh, you know Adam Shaheen, a tight end from Ashland, uh, Dan Feeney, uh, offensive line from Indiana, and you know Eric Sauber from Drake. We we were kind of real close. We all trained down there with uh, Jaleel and uh, all of them, and um, it was awesome. Got it's fun to get to know other people from other schools and kind of they're going through the same experience as you are. Uh, it's, it's real fun. All right, you you got to pick one of those tight ends for us. Like, which one? Which one is your favorite to go to when you're when you're throwing? Oh, I don't know, man. That's tough because uh, they're two totally opposite guys. One's a big dude that can do it all, and others can line up an out receiver and stuff. But uh, if I'm throwing a deep ball, we'll go Eric. If I'm uh, probably throwing someone in the middle, I'll take Adam. Yeah, Adam's a big dude. He's like six seven, like two two seventy something like that. Oh yeah, he's big. Yeah, two seventy five or whatever. Yeah, he's six six, six seven. Big guy. Yeah, some of his highlights at a uh, name of the school is uh, Ashland. He's running around from yep. like from like corners and safeties. But I thought that was pretty impressive to see him run like a four seven mm-hmm. combine at that size was was nuts. Yeah, he was real smooth. Just throwing to him, throwing routes and stuff. He was real smooth, and you wouldn't even realize he's two seventy five. What team would you like to play for? Uh, I'll take you know any anyone. I'd be happy with anything, but there's uh, a lot of good situations uh, out uh, there. Come on, not not the the cliche. <laughs> all right, all right answer. we got we got we got to switch up the question then. Uh, yeah. Have any have any specific teams shown a little bit more interest than others in you? Well, yeah, I had a private workout with the Detroit Lions last week, um, so that'd be a great situation. Being from Michigan, be cool. Uh, definitely play kind of for the hometown team. Uh, had a really good workout. You know, they liked what they saw, so that's definitely a team. You know. Uh, I'm on their radar, and I would love to be with them. So you met Jim Bob Cooter? 
I, I worked out with Brian Callahan, uh, oh, the QB coach. Okay. Uh, he came up and we worked, we worked out together and met for a while, and uh, it was real awesome. So did any of your receivers that were at Central Michigan come to throw with you, or how did how did you guys like get receivers for that? Yeah, I had to grab a couple of guys that uh, graduated already from last year. They're still in Mount Pleasant to uh, run routes for me because all receivers from last year um, are still playing. So they they're not allowed to do that stuff. And uh, but I was able to get, grab a guy or two, and um, we were able to still work out. There are uh, there are rumors on the internet that you take Snapchats of you you singing to uh, Taylor Swift. Is this true? Uh, it's rare. I don't. I'm not singing it. Definitely not singing. I can't sing, but I'll send to my buddies. They like they get a kick out of it. Uh, it's definitely fun. I was gonna I was gonna say test out the pipes, man. Don't be scared. <laughs> Can't what you got? Can't ruin the song. Can't ruin the song with that. Oh, I mean, I sing Beyonce in the shower all the time. I, <laughs> I feel very proud of my musical prowess, which is very, very little. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, yeah, I like doing that. We do it as a friend group. Patch. It's, it's fun. So, what do you listen to before games to get you hype? <clears throat> uh, usually, just some like feel good country music, trying to relax. I like like Florida Georgia Lines, kind of like the. Main guy or Jason out there or something like that. Just I try to relax, get calm, and you know, because out the field I try to stay poised and try to have that calm feeling for everybody. I can't. I'm not in there banging my head against the locker or anything like that. Listen to, you know, who knows what. Now we're kind of on the other end of the spectrum musically, I guess. So you listen like any rap or R and B stuff like that? Oh yeah, we listen to locker and stuff. That's good for me. Uh, you know, I'm pretty flexible with that. I like that stuff too. <clears throat> Uh, Cooper, so what what quarterbacks would you say you try to mold your game after? Like, what what quarterbacks do you study and you you try to be like, I, I want to do that. Is it like so? Is it like a Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning? If you're a line of scrimmage type of guy? Oh uh, yeah, it's definitely all those guys. I love watching you know Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, how they control line of scrimmage, Peyton Manning, and uh, you know like studying all those different guys, Breeze, kind of because they all can they all do what you have to do to be great. And they all got their own little things you can learn from and pick up from. Uh, so it's fun studying those guys, you know, like Aaron watching Aaron Rodgers, just like how does he do that stuff? It's amazing to watch him. Um, you know, so it's fun to try to soak it all up in and you got to try to, you know, write down things that you can add to your game. All right. Uh, Justin, do you have any questions for Cooper before you let him go? I I, th- I think I tapped out after the Taylor Swift, con- the Taylor Swift uh, <laughs> question actually. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we ask all our guests this: Are you working on anything that you want to plug, or uh, you know, any charities, something like that, that you want to promote? Uh, no, nothing right now. No. All right. Uh, thanks for having us. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we just, this is Cooper Rush, quarterback for Central Michigan. This is episode three of the Setting the Edge Short Sets, and we'll be back sometime before the drafts with hopefully a couple more prospects to interview. We will see you guys later.